Welcome to the House of Health, a place where we discuss healthy eating, healthy thinking, healthy living to help you create a healthy lifestyle. I'm Chris. And I'm Anya, and we are going to be talking about all things health. We started this podcast with a desire to share our story in the hopes that we can be an example to those on a path to find a more holistic, healthy lifestyle, just like ourselves. Each week, we'll discuss a specific topic that falls under the umbrella of health. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's begin. Today, we're going to talk about why we made the switch to a whole food plant-based diet. You're going to hear from both me and Anya about how we came to this decision, how we dealt with the transition, and what our feelings are now almost a year into that change. Uh, I'm going to let Anya start off and tell us a little bit more about her story. So, Anya, <laughs> here we go. All right, here what we go. What made you make that decision? <laughs> um, so I would say that Chris was definitely more into the idea of being plant-based than I was to begin with. And he really kind of pushed me to watch What the Health. It's a documentary on Netflix. Um, and so I think that was really what opened my eyes to what was going out in, you know, these factories that are producing these plant-based, non-plant-based products. And I just, it didn't make me feel good seeing the abuse that was happening to the animals and, you know, how bad it was for the environment and how much space it was taking up and the pollution that it was creating. And so just watching that and seeing what was going on was really eye-opening and so that really helped make me make the decision with Chris to switch to a plant-based diet. Um, Also at the same time I was going through a lot of digestive health like gut issues and so that also kind of made it easier for me to make that decision as well because I was you know willing to do anything to try to help make me feel better and so I thought why not give this a shot and see how it goes and so that's kind of really it it was Chris was just kind of like hey I've been thinking about this I want you to watch this I think it'd be great for us to try to do it together and I just wanted to be supportive and I was like sure okay I'll watch it and then I was like oh wow like there's actually some merit behind this and so that's really it it was just kind of like a overnight decision I would say not that it happened overnight but I definitely made up my mind overnight awesome well I know I know it (laughs) took a while for us to really get into full plant-based mode um but no it was it was something that was really impactful to see and watch um and it was it was it was sad seeing Anya struggle during the times when she just was not feeling good after eating certain meals and Mm -hmm. having certain things in in her body that just were not agreeing with her. So I'm really glad that we were able to figure that out and make a change. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I would for years, I mean, now that I look back, I would come home and I would just have the worst stomach pain and I couldn't eat dinner or all I could eat was bread and carbs, but like nothing. And it was just awful feeling like I couldn't fuel my body with the nutrients that I needed. So it's definitely been a great impact thus far. How about you, Chris? Tell us about, you know, your transition and why you made the decision to switch. Well, I will be the first to tell you that when, if you had asked me, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, if I would ever not eat meat, I would have said, 
that that's not possible. <laughs> that I'm I'm a meat eater, you know, <laughs> and I will I'll I will attest. I'll tell you the truth. <laughs> I was a big burger person. I want to have that that nice juicy burger um, with cheese on it, of course. Uh, I I didn't usually have mayo on it, but you know, like Thousand Island dressing and stuff mm. like that, all <laughs> of those things. So, I wasn't I wasn't the biggest fan of not eating meat, and it was something that I was just wanting to start to eat healthier and take better care of my body. And my business was going in that direction, and I was wanting to just find the best ways to be healthy. And I started watching and reading and listening to things that were impactful. You know, podcasts that were on health and documentaries that were on health. And the biggest documentary that I watched that really started to change my mindset was uh, Game Changers. I came in after watching Game Changers, because I would watch documentaries while I worked out. I know that's (laughs) funky. People, you know, they uh, listen to music stuff. I watch documentaries. We have a TV in our home gym, and I'm like, why why not learn while I'm working out? So I watched Game Changers, and the thing that struck me the most was the anatomical reasoning for human beings not being made to eat meat. And there's lots of arguments out there as to why we should eat meat. <clears throat> you know, the teeth, the canines that we have and all that. Um, but if you really look at the biological makeup of our body, our guts are not made to house meat. And the biggest thing that impacted me was the length of our intestine is so long that meat actually rots in our intestine. Mm-hmm. And that <clears throat> that was like... The biggest thing that that got to me was if your body is going to not be able to process it fast enough and it's going to start to go bad in your gut, it's probably a sign you don't want to eat it and yeah. might be a reason that you're not feeling very well. <laughs> yeah. um, and then just all of the other things, like as you start to learn more about nutrition and eating healthy, all the extra fat that you get, all the extra hormones you get, all the extra chemicals you get from eating a non-plant-based diet, uh, it it just started to become more and more apparent to me. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I would have been the first one to tell you, there's no way I'm going vegetarian. There's no way I'm going vegan. Um, But as I started to see the research and the way the the facts kind of lined up, that's, that's what really got me to make my decision. So, and I started sliding little things at Anya. And uh, I don't know if you remember this, Anya, but... A couple of times I brought up, hey, we should start eating less meat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what happened? How did that go, Anya? (laughs) I mean, at first I was like, well, what are we going to eat? Like (laughs) 90% of our dinner plate was chicken or turkey or something like that. And so it was definitely, at first I was like, there's no way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And the funny story uh, about when we actually did finally make the switch we had just gone to Costco and bought a bunch of meat and put it in our fridge and freezer, stocked up, you know, bulk buying so that we could save some money and eat healthy and all that stuff. And <laughs> we ended up having to either give or throw a bunch of stuff away. <laughs> yeah, that was, the, that was the hard part. <laughs> yeah. But all right. So uh, Anya, tell me, 
tell me a little bit more about planning and and how how you really started to be able to take this idea of plant-based eating and implement it into our lifestyle Mm -hmm. um i think you know just with chris and i personally um chris can pretty much eat anything and he'll be fine (laughs) he's not as picky as i am and so i knew that to be successful in this i needed to find recipes that i enjoyed cooking that we could make together that were easy that didn't take a long time Um, And so I really just started doing research, finding blogs or food bloggers who, you know, focused more on plant-based recipes. Um, And we just kind of started experimenting, like, did we like this? Did we not like this? You know, can we change this? Can we change this recipe into something that we could potentially enjoy? So I really just started doing as much research as I could and finding as many different recipes. And then with that as well came planning because Chris and I, we live busy lives. We don't have time to be going to the store every day, going grocery shopping, cooking every day. There's some nights where we just need a meal already made or we need it to be super quick. Like we already have beans and rice prepared and then we just add, you know, like veggies and things like that. So every week I sit down and I'll plan basically our meals for the week, breakfast, lunch, dinner. We go to the store, we buy, you know, ingredients for those specific recipes so we're not wasting any food either um so it really was just a lot of getting creative with different recipes and then writing them down and planning them and knowing all right this recipe is going to make six servings so now we have lunch for three days and it was great because you know we both are out and about at lunchtime we don't you know we're not at home in the kitchen making lunch so um that's kind of how we did it i'm not saying that's going to work for everyone some people like buying food every day and cooking it but just for us personally we knew that we needed to always be a week ahead of the game so yeah and you know part of that as well being creative um and trying new things i mean anya (laughs) how long (laughs) how long did it take us to really find a good rhythm good recipes things that didn't take you know three hours to cook (laughs) Also, things that didn't taste not very good. (laughs) It took a while. I mean, I remember when we first made the transition, I was finding recipes that were just so complex and there were so many different steps and you had to cook this and then you had to cook something else. Then you put it together and then you cook it again and it ended up just not tasting good. And so it was like Chris was fine eating it, but I was like, I'm not eating this as a leftover. Like, I don't like it. So it just took a long time to be like, okay, plant-based eating one doesn't have to take a long time and two it can be delicious it just took time to figure it out um for me it ha- it was like I like following recipes to a T, so it was kind of like being okay with mixing things up and omitting you know ingredients that I didn't like and replacing it with things that we do like like our number one replacement every time I kid you not <laughs> every time we see mushrooms in a recipe we will substitute it with zucchini. So if because anyone neither else, <laughs> of us like mushrooms. So if anyone else out there doesn't like mushrooms, zucchini is a great substitute. So yeah, yeah. And you know, when we first started making these changes and adjustments, we went through periods of time where, you know, certain books were being read, 
Uh, and we'll, we'll include some of our top picks of books and documentaries in the show notes so that you guys can take a look at that. But, and podcasts as well. Yeah, yeah. So, and podcasts, yeah. So, um, but the big thing was that we were going through different books and we were finding different recipes and different ways of eating and different things that people like to do. And it just is, it's all about persistence. You will not find something that works for you the same way it works for somebody else to a T. And it's okay with practicing and failing and just continuing on because, you know, for us, we had to be persistent in order to get to where we are now. And now it's pretty much it like runs itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So uh, for all of you out there that might, you know, start the first week or two, maybe the first month, maybe first three months, and you're just feeling like you're bashing your head against the wall trying to find the right thing that works for you, it's out there. Mm -hmm. You just got to keep looking. Yeah. And I think Chris has more to touch on that too with, you know, when we first started with the frustrations and going to the grocery store and trying to find super quick vegan options that we could just pop in the microwave or the oven and realizing that just because it's labeled as vegan doesn't mean it's healthy so yeah well that was the hard part because you know if you're if you're eating non-plant-based things if you're eating meat and dairy it's easy for you to go find a pizza throw it in the oven and call it a day um or to go and get a pasta dish and things like that but if you're looking for clean eating and healthy eating and you're also omitting dairy and and meat products it's hard to find things that are out there that are easy to just plug and play um there's a lot of additives there's a lot of sugar ton of sodium in all of those things and we started to get really frustrated with trying to find things that were easy for us to cook um and ready for us to cook and having just so much stuff in them whether it was chemicals or like I said, the sugar or the sodium, it it was just really, really tough. So what we started to do was we started to look for things that were hard to really manipulate. You know, if you do, if you buy um, the like fake meat type stuff, it's, it's already been processed. So they've already added a bunch of stuff, you know, salt or things that'll help it taste good or chemicals to keep it good. Um, but if you start to look at the things like we get frozen uh, veggies from Trader Joe's, which, you know, they're already cut up. They're already cooked a little bit. You just got to heat them up and uh, they're ready to go. That's, you know, it just saves that little extra bit of time and can make the difference between you feeling like you're constantly chopping and <laughs> and marinating and you know, creating all these different sauces and things like that and then putting it all together and sitting down and it's taking you an hour and a half to cook a meal. Like Anya said, if we can bulk make things, like we make a bunch of rice and then we make our own black beans so that it doesn't have a lot of sodium in it and has other plants in it, like it has onions and things like that, that will help increase the nutrient value. And then we have something that we can just take out of the freezer, throw onto... um, a pan and throw it in the oven and then while we're getting everything else ready that's cooking that makes our life a little bit easier and it's not every night that we do that it's just 
from time to time when we get a little bit tired, we've had a long day and we want something quick. Mm -hmm. And the frustration came through where we were trying to start to find that rhythm and that flow. And it was hard for us to look at the labels and just be like, this is marked as healthy, but it's got all of these things in it. Mm -hmm. And I know that on it, you got frustrated with that too. Yeah, I got very frustrated. I mean, I'm more of the someone that follows trends and looks at the front of the package and I'm like, oh, this looks delicious. It says it's healthy. Like, I'll trust it. I'm way more trusting. Um, I'm not anymore. Now I kind of question and I'll make sure to actually read the back of the, the label on the back of the package. But I'm very much into how does this food look? What does the package look like? What are the labels on the front saying? Um, and I just feel like I was being lied to, honestly. And it was kind of hard to realize that, you know, it's not really what's on the front, it's on the back that is what counts. Yeah. And that's where my studying and my certifications and everything came in handy because, you know, I learned about that in all of my certification courses that it's not about what's on the front, it's what's on the back. Because you can say whatever you want on the front. You can put healthy, you can put, you know, nutritious, mm-hmm. but it's what's on the back that you can't lie about. Right. It's got to be an approved label, nutrition label that uh, gets approved and put on your product. And if it's wrong, then you get in major trouble. So <laughs> those things are correct. And making sure that we were eating healthy we didn't want to change the way that we ate, but still remain unhealthy with our food. We wanted to really make a change and make our body feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this wasn't going to be something that we took lightly. We definitely wanted it to be drastic. We wanted to make it a huge change, knowing that it would have a huge impact on us later on down the road. Yep. And the other thing that you know was a little frustrating, and to this day we still struggle with, is... Sometimes it's nice not to not to cook, not to clean, to go and eat out. You know, we, we wouldn't be people that were eating out every night. We would eat mm-hmm. out like once a week, maybe. Um, and to not have the option to go and eat out, because when you go and eat out, there's lots of sodium, lots of sugar, and there's lots of oil that's also being used when when you're eating out. Not to mention if you cut it down to vegan restaurants man it starts to get hard they're few and far between (laughs) yeah um wherever you are it might be different where you're from um there might be more options but the biggest thing that we're realizing is that it it is hard to find those healthy options um and it's the act of just creating easy things for you to cook at home or finding a good place that you can get a really good salad that's healthy or there are some places out there that are vegan places that definitely put health first. You just got to, you got to look, it takes a little bit of extra research. Mm-hmm. That's all. Ani, do you have any tips on that too? Um, I think when it came to eating out, um, a lot of it is yes, looking at their menus. Um, it's great. A lot of restaurants around us have like a little vegan symbol like they have like you know nut free or they have like gluten free and now a lot of restaurants are including vegan um but it's also looking at the ingredients that they're using in their products so just again just because something's labeled as vegan doesn't mean that it's 
the best option for you and your body. And I'm not saying that Chris and I never indulge in, you know, a donut. Yeah, like a vegan <laughs> donut or something. Like we definitely have those moments where we, you know, we like to have something like that. But when we're on our everyday lives and, you know, just like a common day, we don't want to be eating foods that aren't good for our body. So, Again, if you're, you know, you're eating out and you're trying to find something that's good, I would just say, you know, look to make sure that one, it is plant-based if that's the diet that you follow. And two, look at the ingredients um, and just kind of look at what is included as a whole in the products that they're offering. Yeah. And, you know, on that note too, don't forget that you can always ask when you're at the restaurant, hey, do you mind not putting, not putting salt on that, right? (laughs) Yeah not putting um or you know not putting as much oil when you cook that or things like that or uh, omitting certain things mm-hmm. um on it too like sauce on the side all of those things there there are options that are out there uh you just gotta know that you can ask and mm-hmm. when you make that request they typically can and they typically will yeah another great tip is you know salad dressing ask for it on the side you know if you are new to eating salads and you don't know if you're gonna like the dressings ask for two different types of dressings on the side like just get creative you know don't be afraid to ask and they're more than our experiences they're more than you know willing to be helpful and make sure that we enjoy our experience so yep awesome all right well uh anya i know that you you said kind of making sure that you well we said sticking with it and Mm -hmm. you know being patient but tell me how how do you do with being patient with all this i know that sometimes you want to get to the end a little bit quicker Mm -hmm. than i do i'm okay with taking my time so tell me a little bit more about how you manage that as we made this change yeah i'm definitely the type of person where if i make up my mind about something i want it now or i want it done now or i'm like 100 percent in um but that just was not the case when we went plant-based um we decided overnight to stop eating meat and i would say that that did happen overnight the next day we didn't eat meat um there were a few days the first couple months i think three times i had bacon um and then after that i was i was completely off eating meat but there was other plant-based products that were a lot harder, I think, for me in particular to give up. Um, I love baking, and so at first it was really hard for me to give up eggs until I finally got comfortable baking with flax eggs. Um, so that was a hard one that we, you know, slowly transitioned out of using. And then the last one, the last product was cheese. Um, I'm a huge pizza fan. I love pizza. <laughs> so I think... That was definitely the hardest was just kind of giving up the cheese and the pizza. We, did, we haven't given up pizza, but it was just hard to give up pizza without the cheese. So it definitely didn't happen overnight. We didn't go from meat eaters and, you know, dairy product eaters one day. And then the next day we were completely plant-based. It was not that simple. It was not that easy. We, you know, I especially still had cravings for some of those products. And so it was really just being... And it's all about being patient with yourself, you know, not being hard on yourself, knowing that it's a process, it takes time. And 
also it's okay to give in to those indulgences. It's not, I feel like it's just not healthy to restrict yourself so much. If you really want something and you're craving it, I'm all for letting yourself have it. You know, don't force yourself to not have something if you really want it. In the long run, that's just gonna lead to an unhealthy relationship with food. So yeah, for us, um, again, it didn't happen overnight. You know, we're not trying to make it sound like it was easy and simple. We want you to know that it was challenging and we took baby steps and we were okay with that. We were easy, you know, on ourselves and we didn't judge each other. I judge each other either. Like if I wanted pizza and Chris was like, no, I'm okay. Like he, you know, he wasn't like, oh, well, you can't have pizza. It's not vegan. Like we let ourselves kind of find our own way and we just were there to support each other throughout the process yep and that's the other thing too with with the habit of having meat with your meals and everything there are certain things that just die hard and you know the first time that we made a meal we were like what are we how are we gonna balance this meal (laughs) like (laughs) a third of our plate is basically empty now so what do we do um and just working through that and being okay with some nights we went hungry you know (laughs) we we did not uh we did not step into this and just know exactly what to do we had to figure it out Mm -hmm. and you know to this day sometimes we just make a mixture of stuff and we just make sure that we get all the nutrients that we need and it doesn't look like a quote-unquote normal meal but that we're re-establishing what normal means. Mm-hmm. Like normal doesn't have to be, you've got your meat over here, you've got your grains over here, you got your veggies over here. Like we just have a spread. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time it kind of feels like we're making a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because those habits truly do die hard. Um, I have a little story of, we were driving to Northern California to go and see my family. And Anya, uh, she had a, an event at work and she, was, she had a, an extra burrito that she could bring with her. And I wasn't going to be able to eat dinner because we were leaving straight after work. So she was like, oh, I'll bring you one. And I was like, cool, perfect. That'll be my dinner. Mm-hmm. So... She gets in the car. We're on our way. We're about 45 minutes in. And I'm like, uh, I'm down to have my burrito now. Because it's like an easy thing to eat while you drive, yeah. right? Um, so I'm like, what kind of burrito is it? And she goes, it's a steak burrito. <laughs> and I'm like, a what kind of burrito? She's like, it's a steak burrito. I'm like, Anya, do you hear what you just said? <laughs> but in her mind it will it didn't even register Mm -hmm. and this was very shortly after we had made that change so it's just your your brain is wired and you sometimes don't even realize that you're you're thinking saying doing whatever you're doing when it comes to eating meat yeah that was that was an oopsie on my (laughs) i was so excited i was like oh my gosh i have dinner for you like this is great and it was not great (laughs) but it, you know forgiveness for yourself and the other thing is forgiveness and, and patience and teamwork with yeah. the person that you're going through this with if you're uh you know if you're married if you're boyfriend girlfriend if you're engaged if you're whatever it is you've got a spouse a partner whoever um 
you know, wh whoever is your support system for this, um, going through it together was probably the most helpful thing that we had. Um, and it's funny because I was always leaving the hints of, you know, going vegetarian. That was never my, my motive for us to go anywhere past vegetarian. It was just, hey, I think that'd be, you know, nice for us to eat meat less and then, you know, slowly transition to eating full vegetarian. And when Anya was like, I just, I don't want to have any more, any more products at all um, that are dairy or meat-based products, I was like, sure, let's do it. I'm all in. Yeah. And I think that, you know, there are times when having Anya's support uh, in the way that we were eating was super impactful for me and very, very helpful. And, you know, there are times that I was the same for you. Mm -hmm. Do you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, like I said earlier, Chris was on board with this transition sooner than I was. Um, but if he had tried to push me or persuade me, I don't think that we would be sitting here telling you this story today. I think, you know, it was great. Chris just let me come to the decision on my own. Um, you know, he introduced me to, you know, documentaries, podcasts that talked about the nutrition behind it. But it wasn't like, you know, you have to listen to this, you have to watch this, like, this is what we need to be doing. It was just like, hey, like, I think, you know, we're starting to talk a little bit more about our health and what that looks like. And I think this would be really helpful for us to watch or listen to. And I think there's some really great tips in here. And so he was just really patient with me. Um, but he also knew that if we were to be successful in this, we would need to do it together. I think, I think it's possible for, you know, one person in the relationship to be plant-based and the other person not to be. Like, you know, it, it's possible anything can work between two people. But for us, just with the way that we've built our lives together, um, we really needed to be able to do it to get together and support each other. And so I think just Chris having the patience with me and kind of letting me come to the decision on my own was probably the best thing that he did because otherwise I just feel like if I didn't want to do it and I was just doing it for him I just don't know that I would be you know successful in transition and really feel happy with how I'd made the decision yeah and that's the the big thing here as well is we're our intent with making this today there's there's no drive for us to try to convert you to anything. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to just help you understand how we did it, what we changed. And if you're going through the same thing, know that you're not the only one that went through it. Um, we tried to detail it out as much as we could so that <laughs> yeah. you know exactly how we struggled um, and what we went through and what to expect. But we don't expect anybody to change the, their lifestyle or the way that they do things based on us telling them. We just want to notify you guys on what it was like. Mm -hmm. And if you want to make the change, then great. If you don't, then that's your prerogative too. Like our thing is we want to just inform. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. It's just what makes you feel the best, you know, and just do that and just know that there's, it's different for everyone and it just so happened that for us we feel the best eating whole foods plant-based diet 
mm-hmm. but just because it's good for us doesn't mean that it's going to be great for everyone else so yeah and you know i i haven't felt better with my eating i haven't felt more in touch with what i'm eating or also more involved with the creation of my food um i feel like just going through this process has made me really understand respect um, not only the food itself but also my body and the way that it reacts to food and I truly believe and you'll hear me say this a lot um, in in these podcasts but I truly do believe that it's a lifestyle change that you decide when you decide to be healthy and have a healthy lifestyle it's whatever lifestyle allows you to be the healthiest as long as you're making the decision for your life you're going to be able to maintain it um, so the the biggest advice i could give to you is whatever lifestyle you want to have to help you live the healthiest life possible go with that mm-hmm. commit to it make it part of your life and then enjoy your life yep and if you ever need any recipe ideas just let us know and we'll be happy to send you some and again, like Chris said, we'll kind of um, include in the show notes some really great documentaries, books that we've enjoyed, and also some podcasts as well that were really helpful. So, yeah. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we will be back here next Tuesday for a new episode on the House of Health podcast. Please download and subscribe to our podcast to help us reach more people. You can find us on Instagram at thehouseofhealth underscore. And remember, we only get one body and it's up to you on how you fuel it, cherish it, and challenge challenge it. it.